<laughs> Is everybody recording? <laughs> yes. I don't know why I just laugh so much when I'm on here with you guys. Like I have no, I don't know. I, don't know. I guess it's a good thing. <laughs> It is. All right. Let's be quiet for five seconds and let's just make a podcast. <laughs> okay, hang on. You, you gotta to. give me more dude, like I need thirty seconds to just reset or I'm gonna be laughing the whole time. I'm in that kind of a mood. It sounds great. Let's do that. <laughs> like at this point I'm laughing just trying to think about not laughing. Like okay. Oh, 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 oh. Uh Enthralmund or Magooch, one of you, do you wanna um so I'm doing bulwark of Azanoff? Okay. Um, so I'll say the card name, I'll say sound effect, and then, uh, I'll actually, you know what, maybe we should do this for all of our card reviews, where we just ask, so like, I'd be like, alright, Magooch, so what's your card? And you'll say, it's the Imprisoned Overseer, and I'm like, alright, what's the sound effects? And then, like, oh, it's like, we should read it off to each other, and ask, and answer each other's questions. That sounds good. Do you wanna, do you wanna right. take R2, and then Magooch could do yours? I'm doing a lot of stuff. Sure, yeah, I'll do that. More. So you read mine and Magooch's yeah. questions, and then um, Magooch can read yours. Is that cool, Magooch? Okay, so right. I'll, ask, I'll yeah. ask Dan. I'll go last then. Oh, okay. Here, I'll just... Hold on. I'll just move me and myself into the... Um, cool. Because since I kind of like do all like the... Like the getting oh, stuff the going. the intro-y stuff? That's fair. Yeah. Uh, do you want Ninja Nate Geo to go last, or should I go last? No, it doesn't go. matter. I said then Ninja Nate Geo can go last. Okay. All right, cool. We're all recording, and now we're all gonna be quiet for five seconds. <clears throat> that's that's not quiet. <laughs> that's not how that works. All right, I'm start recording. Welcome back to Squelch. I'm Dano. I'm Enthralamund. And I'm Agooch. And we're here to remind everyone that Hearthstone is a game, and games are supposed to be fun. If you like what you hear today, great. Thanks for listening. Hello, old <laughs> friend. Let's meet for tea after the match, shall we? Why is, why is thanking our awesome listeners funny to you? <laughs> I just loved how sweet and short it was. Yeah, also, I, I can't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I was holding it uh, in during the whole first part of the show. It's going to be one of those. Huh? All right. Uh, I'm going to talk first about what I did this week in Hearthstone because this week in Hearthstone was a boatload of fun for me. So I played uh, some Pure Paladin and some Highlander Paladin on ladder. Uh, hit uh, lunch break, Blake, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> words are hard. Um, sorry about that, everybody. I'm not cutting that out. Um, so I played Pure Paladin and Highlander Paladin, and they are awesome. Hit lunch break legend with Highlander Paladin, but got there from like eight to like, like last or two stars until rank five with Pure Paladin. And it is so much fun winning with those decks because they first think you're Mech Paladin or or like OTK, but usually mech. Um, and then when you beat them, you just know they're kind of mad at you for beating them with pure paladin. And it's so much fun. That's awesome. <laughs> it just, I, wow, I actually, 
I love losing to those kinds of decks. Like they just, I'm like, <laughs> dang it. And I'm like, good for, good for Dano or whoever the person is across <laughs> me. I'm like, good for, I'm like, like, like Craig says, they're doing, they're doing God's work. Like that person's doing God's work. Like good for them. Yeah, absolutely. It's so much better to lose to an off meta thing that you're like completely unprepared for. And nice to see like just anything different. And, and what really what it's good against is so like Paladin's just like, or either or it's just me playing Paladin. I'm not sure. I didn't look at any stats or anything, but um, seems really good against Hunter. Like all varieties of Hunter right now for whatever reason. Like I just basically farmed Hunters mm-hmm. and then like tried to go like fifty fifty against everything else. And it best basically what I did was just like if I hit like a streak of Hunters, I was like here goes the win streak because I just couldn't lose basically, especially like if it's a face Hunter. Like I just dominated every That's time. Awesome. It was and Hunters are all over ladder right now. Yeah, so if you're looking for like a way to beat Hunter, just play some Pure Paladin uh, or Highlander Paladin. Though I played a lot more Pure Paladin than Highlander Paladin, but they're both a boatload of fun. So I go out and like play those. I'll I'll post those on Twitter and they're in Discord and stuff. But um, yeah, I do that. I'm also uh, beginning to stream again uh, a little bit here and there at night. But I'm gonna try really hard. Over like all my lunch breaks because I'm just we're all stuck at home like you do. So like over lunch break, I'm just gonna like pop on the stream and play like an hour of Hearthstone. And it's so, like feel free to like pop in and like join me and say hello and chat and we will talk about how weird all this is. And then we will go back to work because <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 our current. That's what we're doing. So yeah, pretty much. Uh, so I start doing that again, and I love doing that kind of stuff. So um, I don't, you know, whenever people join me, it's just a whole lot of fun. Otherwise, it's just me talking to myself, which is it gives me a reason to to talk to myself during the game, which is you know a nice feeling. <laughs> I'm not crazy. <laughs> I'm not. The stream's on. See, the real. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Magooch, what'd you do this week? Uh, I actually forgot about it. I played a little bit of Mech Paladin too because I think I rolled across EU and Asia um, three different play X games as this, this, or this class and Paladin was a commonality across three of them. So I did play a little bit of that. But um, mostly, t- well, I was getting set up acclimated for work from home so I didn't get as much time as I wanted to but I did tool around with um, Tempo Rogue. And yay, we're in tempo territory again because Boom Pistol Bully is pretty good. Um, I'm sure we'll see that all over the place for a while now. Um, and I'm actually curious to see how it interacts with like dormant and stuff. I'm, I'm really curious for new tempo. But anyway, um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got to do was play around with, with more rogue junk and uh, chip away dailies. You know, I you know what? I'm gonna go on a limb here. I think you like this Rouge class. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's okay. Nice. I nice. just can't decide on anything else to play. You know, like every once in a while, like I still need to get uh, Priest and Hunter Golden on NA, but I just don't. I play a couple of games with like either one of those decks, and I just eh, like don't feel it for sometimes a long time. I could play Rogue for hours and hours and hours. And everything else, I like just want to take a break after a couple of games. It's interesting. Sometimes classes just rub you the wrong way, though. Like, so for me, like Paladin has been that in the past. So while playing, while playing Paladin this week, I finally got like my one hundred and fortieth Paladin win, which is how little I have played that class. <laughs> wow. I just, so, just really holy. It just really 
don't find it interesting or fun, and I oftentimes find the decks like just kind of obnoxious. So, like, I just really have played very, very, very little Paladin. So, playing Paladin this week was like, look at me, Paladin main. <laughs> That's awesome. I know so, when I yeah. had to, like, my last golden class was Druid. And um, I was like, oh, I'll probably get it in a month or two if I just play Druid. And, like, I think a year and a month later, I got Golden Druid. Like, it was so painful. I, I just don't enjoy Druid. But um, excuse me. I, but um, the funny I thing is, on... then I fell in love with Quest Druid later and like played hundreds of like two hundred <laughs> more games or something, right? Of like just for fun with a new archetype. So it's interesting. Sometimes you have to give it a chance when you don't want to, and sometimes something just feels good for some reason. Oh. Yeah, right. I sat on like four hundred and ninety-seven warrior wins for like three weeks. <laughs> just like just sat there and was like, I should go ahead and get that five hundredth warrior win. And I just like could not bring myself to like get around to doing it. Um so I finally went to Wild and played like a pirate warrior nice. at like rank twenty or whatever and got my last three warrior wins. <laughs> Still counts. <laughs> it probably took you three yeah. minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it took me it was three minutes, three wins. Yeah, it was pretty great. <laughs> All right, how about you, Enthralamund? All right, well, I played a lot of Battlegrounds this week. I'm off on spring break right now um, with my kids. I mean, we'd be off anyway, um, <laughs> but I'm not expected to work from home right now. So um, it's kind of nice. I had last week and this week. Um, so I've been enjoying Battlegrounds a lot, actually. And I'm starting to question myself, am I just logging in to just log in and play, or am I really still enjoying Battlegrounds? I think I'm really enjoying it. Um Bartendotron is like my boy. Like I, I can't finish worse than second or third with him. And I was looking at the rankings today. He's like way down there, and it's driving me crazy that other people don't win with him. So I'm very confused. So people who play more battlegrounds than me, get back to me. Like why am is it because I'm in the mid six thousands? Are people just bad here, or like am I doing something right, or am I just lucky? I don't know. Um, I got up to 970 hunter wins. I can't remember where I was last week. I've hit a bit of a wall there. I'm I'm enjoying it a bit still. Uh, I've been playing a Highlander aggro list that Hat gave me, but mostly um, on ladder I've been playing Mali Rogue uh, and really enjoying it. It's just a bad version of Galakrond Rogue. Um, <laughs> that's all it is. You almost never win with Malagos, but it makes it way more fun to work through turns when you have like useless cards in your hand and you're trying to keep your win condition together. Um, <laughs> so honestly, I've been enjoying it way more than Galakrond Rogue. And... Um, I really love the four mana three threes that give you three coins. Uh, they're fun. And I've yeah. misplayed and lost like tons of games. That's the other cool thing. Like, I, I, like, well, but it means the deck is hard. So. <laughs> that's the other cool Yeah, okay, that's fine. No, I know. That's like, it's like when you brick means... trying to go off with a storm deck in Magic. And you're just like, oh, yeah. uh, never mind. <laughs> It means I'm trying to make like 50 decisions and I screwed up three of them and then I didn't win. And it like makes me feel good for when I get them right. 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 So, Doing something in that sequence when you know it wouldn't have worked the other way or if you if you do mess up. Yeah. Getting through that sequence correctly is more rewarding, I would say. That's a thing I generally love about Rogue, but they vary I, uh, in their, their intensity of what you need to do. I, and Mali has not been ever a, a particular favorite of mine. But I've tried, I've tried it a little bit every now and again. I like that it resurfaces every so often. Yeah, I like that Mali is just good enough to be like sort of useful. 
yeah, every once in a while it's a meta deck for like druid but hardly ever yeah um anyway so really enjoying that i played my first ever online D game that was really interesting it went pretty well um because we'll be doing that for the future um it was a bit more work to set up and uh yeah but it was fun uh, i've been playing more my use like uh uh, roll, like roll 20. 20 or something yeah yeah we yeah. did yeah it went pretty well we the audio visual like didn't work like we could only hear i could only hear two people and then i rebooted and i could only hear one person or see one person and everyone else could hear each other except two people couldn't see me and it was like all and then the more we researched it the more and then one guy who plays on there all the time he's like we've never had it work properly <laughs> so like we played in roll 20 but we just used zoom to do like a zoom meeting for all the audio visual so and it went really well it went really well um I had what? kind of like the the big reveal of the campaign um, so far, and uh, it was good. It was really good. It went well. So, are you a big like map person when you're running a game, or yeah. are you more of like you know you are a big map person? Yeah, we do D and D, right? So we do both. But I've been doing maps since I was a kid. So, and I love drawing the maps okay. and creating like sure. things. And the strategy is a big part of the fun for me. Um, yeah, it was cool. And one of the, actually one of the cool things that happened is one of the players guessed the big reveal like an hour and a half before it happened amidst they were like they were theorizing like all these things that might be happening and they came up with like 10 or 11 different ideas and one of them like nailed it. And at first I was really disappointed and then I was like, "No, that's cool. Like I put in, out enough clues and like um and like worked them through kind of the story to a point where where like one of them was able to get it but wasn't sure it was cool it turned out really really well anyway enough D talk yeah uh, oh no okay so now some harn master talk so i had a gm once and was playing harn master if anyone knows what harn is then yeah they understand harn is it's a bizarre game it's not bizarre it's just super like crunchy right it's like it, anyway it doesn't matter but he would the kind of GM he would be is if you guessed what he was trying to do, he would then just change it. Uh, um no. and then so they go kind of go off the cuff or or he would just like force you to go on like the rails that he had planned. It was it was brutal. Um anyway, well, your, yeah, of... your players are part of what creates the game. Actually, one of the oh, yeah. things that was really interesting was like um for flavor, there's like this enormous um giant coin in the middle of the marketplace of of this kind of town they're in and in the very first game they were like i bet there's a secret passage under there and 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 i had there was a secret passage like three nights later they were gonna have to find and i had it was just gonna be in the bottom of like a basement of someone's house and i was like i'm totally putting it under that coin (laughs) and they were still surprised when it happened like three games later they totally forgot the offhand comment that one of them made it was awesome and i i love like no man they help like the players are part of creating the story. That's a lesson I had to learn in my in my teens and early twenties. Is like, like man, when you play with other people, it's so much more fun than playing by yourself with other people. It, it you, probably right? depends on the people. I feel like I'd be one of those annoying players that's like, I'm going to kill this wolf and make a coat out of its hat. No, 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 no. Skull, I love those players. And then no, like use his teeth to make a sword. Like, and screw like, the party over so hard. I love it. I, and I will play that kind of player as well. Like I will play like just like the brash dum dum and be like, yeah, okay, everybody enjoy. <laughs> but I'll, I'll never forget. Um, I, I think one of the things about being a creative person and I, I tend to like um, like one of the things I value about myself is I, I think my creative process is, is pretty strong. And, and um, I'll never forget. There was a quote from Perry Farrell 
Um, and they were asking him about drug use and music and they were like, Oh, like, what do you think about creativity of, of like drug use and music? And he had this quote and he said, well, if you need drugs to be creative, you're probably not much of a creative person. Um, and, and, uh, is what he had ex- found in his experience. And, and D and D, I think of it the same way. Like if you can't work with your players doing something unexpected, like maybe you need to work on your creative process to be a better DM, or maybe you're not cut out for it. Like those are the best moments in any D and D game, hands down the gooch. Like, like when the character does something you totally didn't expect, but it fits the character and, <laughs> and you have to like sometimes, and, and now as an older player, like uh, like like I played a long time. I'll be like, you guys go to the kitchen, have a bite, give me twenty minutes. I got to figure some stuff out. Like I will say that. Oh and yeah, for sure. Like I will do that all the time. And and it's yeah, it's awesome for the game. Anyway, yeah. No, like I so I run I ran a lot of Savage Worlds when I used to run. I used to run I ran games for a good long bit and um read a lot of Savage Worlds. Savage Worlds is cool because it has exploding die, which means if you roll the highest thing on a die. So if you roll, say you roll a D4, you roll a 4, it explodes, you can do it, it rolled again. You can roll 4s over and over and over again, you can do awesome things. Yeah. And D4 is the lowest skill roll you can do. So if you, say, have, like, a low skill in something, but then you get super hot on die, you can just, like, luck out, basically. Yeah. Which led, would lead to some of the most fun moments in those games. Because Savage Worlds is designed for... Your characters are heroes. They're like... They are better than everybody else. And that's why you are playing these characters, right? There's, mm. there's some games like Call of Cthulhu and others where, like, you're not. And part of the fun is you are just, like, a normal human being going up against these, like, crazy otherworldly things. And that's part of the fun of the game. But Savage Worlds is, like, it's like a superhero. Like, you are, like, the, the heroes, right? And so, like, part of that game is, like, amazing things happen. And I remember when I first started running Savage Worlds, like one of like the first like big bads we had at the um during our campaign, and one of like one of the players just got hot on the die and then just like basically one shotted it. And it was like, well, I can like, you know, try and like fib my way out of this, or we can like lean into this character just like completely destroying some like this huge like monster. And that's what we did. And it was like one of the most fun parts of the game yeah. and- was because it was like, yeah, okay, yeah. You just you just one shot it. How did you kill that? And I let the player like just like walk the how like through like their like their character went uh, uh, one and kill kill the big bad. It was those kind of games. It's so much fun. That's what like role playing games are fun. It's not about like telling your story and having them like come along for the ride. It's like shared storytelling. And if that's yeah. what you're not if you're not doing it that way, you're not doing it right. And I uh, and that player so that, that's my opinion. That player so. will remember that forever. Whenever they're playing tabletops and the whole table i'm sure went crazy right and like that, oh, for that's sure. awesome rolling 20s used to be an optional rule in second edition like 20 years ago people would do like every 20 you roll you you double the crit triple the crit quadruple the crit it was like um, a, a thing that people would sometimes do anyway if you want to hear more um, we've turned the Casterol podcast into a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, <laughs> and or a tabletop role playing game podcast. We'll be talking. Well, it's, it's Casterol, so we're still talking about casseroles, but then also the role of a die. So it's it's both. So we make casseroles and we and we role play. Um, yeah, it's uh, you should make next die. And upcoming in this episode is a casserole reference just as a teaser for the rest of you waiting, of, of squelch so i will be referencing casseroles in the near future um so stick along and let's maybe move on to the naga sandwich let's 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 do that thing taste my blades all right so our first good ingredient is is me um and so i've, I've been kind of like a 
a bummer about this expansion for no other <gasps> reason than like everything's kind of a bummer right now and so <laughs> i'm just like letting that like get in and like ruin this expansion for me and uh i think like, I, I, know watched, why. Like, the... I think i think they didn't send edwin away <laughs> Well, okay, that started it, by the way. That started it. I'm not going to lie. Like, that just, come on. Can we just, okay, anyways, no. Um, first good. We're doing the first good. Um, first good. Uh, Lebrums are very cool. Um, so, like, the, the, the new paladin, like, spell minion thingamajig. Uh, they're they're super thematic, which is which is awesome. Like, they're a big part of, like, Hearthstone and, Wait, and Warcraft lore, which this I kind of feel like we've gone away from a little bit. Like, it's become more of, like, an over, like, a fantasy game, which is super cool, and I'm fine with that. But, like, coming back to, like, the, like, the, like, the Lebrums, yeah. that is, it's, it's like, okay, this is, like, this is, it feels like Warcraft again, right? And I just started playing Diablo, Diablo 3 again, and, like, feeling like it's, like, grounded in, like, a specific world is fun, right? That's part of the fun of playing these games is feeling like you're part of a world. And so I, I like that they're kind of getting back into, like, this is, like, it's thematic. This is World of Warcraft. This is Warcraft. And, like, let us, like, play this up a little bit. Let's lean into it instead of trying to create our own thing. Um, That's what I've been saying, man. Excited. Yes, you're preaching I to the choir. I got super excited about, like, this expansion. Just watching this video today um, by by Babyface Firebat, by the way. <laughs> you guys think... I mean, baby... Am I right? I mean, it's, it's Babyface Firebat. I, I don't know about that, is. but it was great to have that guy on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Babyface Firebat. Sorry, I'm not sure who you are. If you're listening, great. Uh, you're doing a great work, Babyface Firebat. Um, but beyond, like, it feeling thematic for the class, like, for, like, like, World of Warcraft, it also gives the class an identity other than um, dudes and better healers than priests, right? And so, like, murlocs. For a long time, it... <laughs> what, what's that? And murlocs. And murlocs, right? Which, like, never really felt weird. Like, so, like, like the tokens thing in Paladin, like, and then I say, okay, I get, like, having a bunch of little dudes because, like, an army and you're, like, a leader and stuff. But then, like, the murloc thing felt kind of weird, but whatever. But then, like, like, yeah, also just, like, exponentially better at, like, healing than Priest, which is super weird, but fine. But, like, this is something that kind of feels like, yeah, this is what this class is. Let's lean into this some more. This is how they do it. It's a, it's a controlling class. It is a healing class. That's And, like, here's how they do it through these, like, these Lebrums, right? Yeah, so these, I just got super excited. Tomes, and then like books. They're so cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and then I also learned today... That it is pronounced Lebrum and not Librum, which is how I've been pronouncing it since 2007. So, so yeah, learning stuff is awesome. Libram. Librum. Labram. Libream. Librum. Why are you asking me? I'm just a mech. Your modern paladin spells frighten and confuse me. <laughs> yeah. I think Baguch right, was I think Baguch was asking what they were. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh I, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I, I looked him up. I did not see this dump, and I've never heard that word before. <laughs> oh, so it's like a book. So in Vanilla WoW, and it stopped <coughs> being a thing, and pretty much every other um, expansion of WoW, they became they wore they did shields because it could be more of like a anyways. Um, they librarians. They would like they would have like these like holy books basically that would like they would hold in their offhand. As kind of like, for like if they were like a holy paladin and that kind of stuff. They would like hold like a like this. It would give them like it was like a magic bonus or something like that. So um, it was a big thing in Vanilla WoW. I don't remember it being much of anything moving forward after Vanilla WoW, but um, 
but yeah, it was uh yeah, it's it's a it's a big part of the class and it's kind of like it was cool kind of seeing that like be brought into Hearthstone in like this massive burning crusade expansion, which I think like the more once I got like over me being kind of a salty dum dum, uh I really got jazzed about it because it really does feel thematic. I just hope it works as well. So um yeah. Nice. What's our what's our not so good, Magooch? Uh, well, if new cards are good, then not so good is fake cards. Um, custom cards are really cool, and I and I love when people. There was a thread um, on Reddit know, a day or two ago about the Maev uh, neutral legendary that somebody guessed like fairly closely about uh, making something dormant for two turns. Uh, but today we saw a tweet which was then debunked by Cora and since also deleted um, for a scrapper. Wreck uh, Ara uh, that used key art that was from the announcement trailer and it looks fuzzy and it doesn't fit the weird Northshire cleric card they made it for. It's a one mana, <laughs> yeah. one three warrior legendary whenever you gain armor, draw a card. Um, yeah, I mean, Theorycraft <laughs> is great, but you trying to pass off cards. <laughs> Put those armor smiths on cards. board. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. The, the, the suicide combo you could make from this is probably the only cool <laughs> thing that actually comes out of the fake thing. But trying to pass off custom cards is real. It's just a bummer. And everyone's... it When they randomly do catch, it blows them out of proportion. And usually they do get caught pretty quick, thankfully. But uh, yeah, that's bummer. Spoilers, bonk. Let us, fake let us cards, the all new this stuff. People suck, man. <laughs> It. Yeah, I will take fake cards over spoilers any day of the week, though. Yeah, me like, too. Yeah, I agree. Like, and like, and I'm not that way about movies. Like, a spoiler for a movie doesn't really bother me at all. Um, but like, spoiling like someone's like very specific. Like, this kind of stuff is like with like this, like like the, the big reveal of reveal season completely wrecked because of someone's goof, right? Like that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's that's why. Like. Um, and like, if someone intentionally tries to spoil a movie, like a day or two after it's out, when you intend on going to it, they went to like the Thursday midnight showing and you're going to go on Saturday, like a normal person, that person's <laughs> a jerk. But if it's been like two, three, four weeks or five or 10 years at that point, like you can't get mad about spoilers anymore. Like My, my like, favorite is like, why are you talking about it on, on Twitter? And it's like uh you're on twitter <laughs> you're gonna get spoilers <laughs> but i'm so addicted to twitter i can't help myself <laughs> that's that's kind of the answer yeah that always makes it laugh. but like the, i think we were in in uh slack this morning and, and i think matt matt at arms posted this and my first thought was like why would they do this like why would they <laughs> like why would they hall of fame northshire and then print this card for warrior and my second thought afterwards was well this is a fake card <laughs> because they wouldn't do that because, like, <laughs> Team 5 can be tone deaf, but they're not stupid. And by giving Warrior, like, a literal Northshire cleric is just stupid, and they wouldn't do that. <laughs> Good, bad, or other. Like, they just wouldn't do that because that would just be – it would be an insane decision. <laughs> it would be. All right. I'll do the uh, best good. Uh, so my best good this week is just with everything going on in the world, uh, we can sit at home and play Hearthstone, and that's great. Uh, I've been bonding with my kids over gaming um, this past week, um, and it's nice. Uh, you know, I've been talking to my family and, and my siblings, and um, 
I, I feel very grateful right now that I'm used to socializing with people over a distance. That's something that's come with gaming since I first got Vent Chat on World of Warcraft, um, you know, 18 years ago, whatever that was, uh, 14 years ago. Um, so uh, I've even been talking to my family lately about like setting up a Discord because I'm getting really annoyed with the group texts <laughs> and emails and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, we can just like pop in and talk to each other. I'm like, oh, because like this is just killing me. Like I can't tell like what's in response to what. And I'm just like, man, there's so <laughs> many better apps for this. And like, I think I got like two of my sisters on board and my mom. <laughs> so like, <laughs> we'll see. I, I might, I might actually do that. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Anyway. Nice. But it's yeah, been great. I, uh... And, and I look forward to just, uh, well, I just feel grateful that, that that's, that's something that I can, I feel like I can easily translate into other areas of my life. Like D and D was this week. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, this is like my, this is like where I like live, right? It's like, I love being able to like stay at home and <laughs> like just <laughs> socialize through a computer. That's like, that's where, that's, my, that's where I'm comfortable, right? And so, like, like moving to, like, everyone working from home, like I got, like, my, my office. We're working through Teams. That's what our our, our company uses. Uh, oh, it's, like, a Microsoft whack. thing. It's like, a, it's, like, a Microsoft Slack. It's fine. It's, it does, yeah, it's, it's junk. Yeah, I don't it's like fine. it. It's not bad. I used it it's fine. before I left my last job, and I was not a big um, fan. And so I got, like, that all set up so we could work through that, and, like, got them all, like, like going on. I'm like, oh, this is so great. Now we don't have a bunch of like crazy email strings. And then like, I got like my, like, <laughs> my household like up on Slack. So we could stop with like the group texts and like mm-hmm. stuff throughout the day. And I'm like, oh, this is so good. Did you? I'm in my That's element. Awesome. And like, I, I, I got sent a, a message to my boss today and I was like, by the way, I'm never coming into work again. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Careful what you wish for. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> and, like, I understand that, like, some people don't have that option to stay home and work. And, like, yeah. I, so I I say this, like, understanding that, like, this isn't possible for everybody. And for those who, like, have to go out and work, especially those, like, the healthcare industry, like, thank you very much for that. And, like, Amen. I, we appreciate and love you, like, just incredibly so. People driving um, trucks, people stocking shelves, people working Yeah, no cash. kidding. So the governor of Minnesota named... Uh, like uh, grocery store workers as emergency workers. Mm-hmm. So they were qualified for free healthcare last week, which is awesome. Nice. And yeah. our governor here is uh, Tim Wallace is amazing. And that was like such a huge thing, right? For like, because they, they literally are right. Like they have like being out there and like doing that job for mm-hmm. little money. Um, and then not having schools, schools available for like their kids throughout the day, like saying, yeah, you, you are, you know, you, we need you. Like, there in the grocery stores doing this job mm-hmm. um and so that you also qualify for this free health care or free um child care throughout the day so uh, i thought that was awesome i, I think so. um one of the things that we've been talking about in my house a lot with my wife and i is like seeing people do the things that they should be doing um makes me feel happy when i get into chats or you know conversations and people start saying well this business doesn't have to the government doesn't have to these people don't don't have to and i think we have so much of that in our culture it's really nice to be in this place right now where it's like they should be giving these people health care for they're doing this they're out there they, we should be supporting these people and that's 
seeing people respond to the like what we should do versus what we what we're kind of obligated to do um it's 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 good it's important it's how we support each other so it makes me happy i agree that's a little bit heavy for this podcast it is i was la- i couldn't <laughs> stop laughing when this podcast started <laughs> now we're here <laughs> now Dang look it. who's laughing oh no shouldn't one. leave me to the best good this happens every time no I'm <laughs> i don't know what that's supposed to mean uh, Squelch right, historian, is that accurate? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. One day, I'll be a real knight. All right, filthy casuals. We're filthy casuals. Well, okay, Magooch and I are filthy casuals. I'm the filthiest casual with like 140 paladin wins. Um, <laughs> and as the filthiest casual, I I got, or the filthy casualist. I'm not sure. I'm sure Hat will, will correct me. Um, which one is it, Hat? Uh, but anyways, uh, so two weeks ago, we were tasked with playing Highlander Paladin. And last week, we we uh, had something else come up, that so we cut the segment. But um, I got to play Highlander Paladin this week. And let me just say, the deck is awesome. It's just it's just awesome. It's, it's a wonderful Highlander deck. You get to play New Finley. New Finley is so much fun. I got to play um. him fairly close to on curve like multiple games and one game i got ballista shot it was against a big druid over by like turn five or six it was just every turn it was just playing you know slightly un- but playing off curve to get that two to get that two hero power in every turn to get hit him for three I'm it was just a, so great because i'm super so jelly man i'm super jealous oh, i i it I, was just just great and then getting to play the like just a yeah i know uh, and then getting to play like here. just like dq so i got <laughs> got two DQs uh, in the last game I got to play. So I got, uh, so I played Dairy Queen and she gave me the paladin, the paladin dragon that discovers another dragon. And then that one gave me another Dairy Queen. <laughs> and I was mm. like, yes, the dream still lives. <laughs> and then they conceded like a jerk before I could play it. Mm. Um, I know, I know. But like it was three free still, dragons I, was too much for them. Why? I guess. Well, I mean, and I only played one of the free dragons too, which was how far ahead of I was in that game. Uh, but, but yeah, it was. Uh, it's just a super fun deck. It's a decent Highlander deck. You can play a bunch of dragons, and you have to mulligan hard for those early drops, right? But there's enough of them because Paladin is kind of okay with that right now. But some of like the mechs and stuff, where like you don't feel like you are just completely conceding the early game. Like I don't think there was. I, I only played like five or so games with it, but I'm undefeated still, 100% win rate. Uh, but you know what's good and, for that too is Zeph. Zeph in any deck, you can be behind on turn yeah. five, turn six, turn seven. And if you get your Zeph, you often, I mean, what you need to have happen is you need to clear the board and then hope your opponent doesn't have the strongest next turn. But um, often that's the case. And, and just having that kind of backup is so helpful in those decks. I, I love that card. I, I think it's great. It's an awesome card. But yeah, you get to play all the fun highlighter cards. Um, definitely encourage you to play it. Uh, I don't have the deck list in front of me, but uh, we'll post it again. We that, Two episodes ago, we listed it off, and um, it'll be in Discord and on Twitter and stuff. So go ahead and check it out. Give it a give it a run. Uh, it's done really well against Druid and, and Hunter so far. So And, a, yeah. and verified 100% win rate. We guarantee it. Yep, yep. Only well, only if yeah, played on I mean, your lunch break, though. We yes. can't guarantee well, the 100% then, win break pod, not on yeah. your lunch break. Yeah. And it has... 
Um, that Dairy Queen talk reminded me the other night when I was playing Mally Rogue, I had a game where um, I had Mally and all the Mally spells in my hand and they all cost too much and I didn't have space for coins. And I played um, a, dra- a Draconic Lackey and I got a Dairy Queen Alexstrasza and it became active and I got a zero cost Malagos and I won the game with a zero cost Malagos <laughs> <laughs> um, and didn't use the Malagos that was in my deck. <laughs> it was awesome. It was you really play janky. both for maximum effect? Well, I, all my spell cards were all full cost and I didn't have a room for coins. So well, what's your plan funny. normally? I mean, jeez. My plan normally is to get lucky and have your either have your dog waggle <laughs> or your Galakrond hit something in the combo. And if not, it's next to impossible to get enough coins to do it because your hand is so full of lackeys. You can't clear all the lackeys out because the lackeys all discover other stuff. And you're like, well, I got a spell lackey. I'll get a zero cost rogue spell. And then it gives you like five and six mana spells. And you're like, ah. Yeah, no, it's hilarious. It's Sorry, a terrible. Arnold. It's not a. It's just a bad version of Galliard, but it's so much more fun. I'll stop talking about it. The whole yeah. way. Um, but yeah, no. So the last about this deck, real quick. Um, is it curves out just really, really? It can curve out well, which is something that you don't always get with the Highlander decks. So, uh, yeah, I think it's. I I don't think it's tier two, but or, but I think it might be tier three, maybe. So yeah, give it a try. <laughs> Like I said, if you if you run against a bunch of hunters, Paladin, or at least me playing Paladin's pretty good against Hunter right now. So, yeah. All right, you got uh, some lore for us there. Mm. This one's a real page turner. I have a little bit of lore uh, that has something to do with the upcoming expansion. Um, I'm going to take my time with this one. I want everybody to pause the podcast, grab a cup of tea, cuddle up in their favorite blanket. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a story about a, a character uh, from Warcraft lore. Uh, so cuddle yourselves in. All right. Malfi Boo. <laughs> it is not about Malfi Boo. Today, <clears throat> today I'm gonna talk about one of Warcraft's most misunderstood characters. But before we get into his tragic story, we need to talk about the equally tragic story of Draenor. Draenor is the homeworld of the Orcish Horde. Originally, it was a beautiful place to take your family, filled with lush forests that smell like cleaning products and (laughs) sweeping fields with only the most flowery of flowers. Picturesque waterfalls, assuredly complete with little secret passages to treasure beyond their misty veils. But (laughs) but But then it was all corrupted by fell magic. So there's this dummy named Ner'zhul, who just so happened to be the leader of the entire orcish (laughs) horde of Draenor. And this dummy made a pact with the Burning Legion. And then when he realized his dummy mistake and tried to back out of his even, tried to back out of it, his even dummier apprentice, Gul'dan, betrayed him, took over, and doubled down on the dummy pact they had made. (laughs) Fast forward. A ways, and now the forces of Azeroth have defeated the orcs and beaten them back through the portal into, portal into Draenor. In response, Ooh. our friend the dummy, Ner'zhul, he figures, Oh, <laughs> now's my chance to save everyone! I'll prove finally I'm no dummy! And then he begins to open <laughs> a whole bunch of these nuclear portals so the orcs can escape to other places. Turns out, this move was the kind of move a dummy makes. Oops! Oops! <laughs> 
These portals ripped apart the entire planet in a violent series of tidal waves, earthquakes, and original Star Wars trilogy remastered explosions. <laughs> I thought you were going to see tidal crawls. <laughs> and all these little pieces of Draenor, well, now they just float through the twisting nether. And what's the twisting oh. nether, you ask? Well, it's the astral, astral plane between worlds. And these little pieces of rock became known as Outland. And also, Outland is covered in all of the dummies' nuclear portals. So all sorts of shady characters can travel there now or use it as a kind of a cosmic crossroads, creating a place that's as crazy, random, and difficult to predict as the crossroads tavern brawl that Team 5 employee Nerazul keeps trying to make work in Hearthstone. <laughs> <laughs> that was maybe my favorite hit. All right. <laughs> I love you, Team Five. Even, a- <laughs> Even after all this, some of the Draenei and the orcs and critters that lived on Draenor, they still survived. And that's when our hero emerged from within the evil Burning Legion. There grew the, the- a being of. The Burning Legion, the Demonic Legion Army of Underworld <laughs> Army of Chaos, Great Burning Shadow, Burning that Legion, evil Burning Legion. But in there, deep in its heart, there grew a being of good and hope, like a flower budding through the cracks of a strip mall parking lot, or, <laughs> or like a made from scratch casserole amongst the bags of buns, cookies, and cans of pop at a workplace potluck. <laughs> Like an accidental fart that breaks the tension of an overblown, <laughs> superfluous disagreement between friends, Meg Theradon came. <laughs> In... <laughs> Is this the... We've kind of gotten to the, 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 the star of lore. <laughs> We've gotten to the star of the lore, Meg Theradon. In a sea of self-serving, violent, brutish demons, Meg Theradon stood out as what you would call a, a people person. Or, in this case, a people demon. <laughs> demon demon? Yeah, demon demon. I, I like the ring of people demon better. <laughs> I'm a people demon. I'm a people demon. Yes, exactly. Well, despite the constant negativity and short-sightedness of his demon brethren... Magtheridon used the power of positive thinking. He created a good balance between his work and family life. He eventually used this to rise in power and became quite the philanthropist. <laughs> so Mag, <laughs> so Mag, I'm trying not to laugh. <laughs> this is not funny. It's very serious. So Magtheridon hears about the destruction of Draenor. What does he do? He heads straight to Twitter. After scrolling, in sad- <laughs> After scrolling in sadness for hours, he stumbles upon a particular post, a video wherein celebrities sing about what you could do to help the poor orcs and Drenai and Arakoa in need. <laughs> he watched this video four times, called over his wife and his children, retweeted it. Finally, he sent links to his friends from high school, college, and even his business contacts. Feeling so moved, he decided he could not sit still, not even to continue to peruse Twitter. He needed to use his influence <laughs> in the Burning Legion to act in order to rescue the victims of the destruction of Draenor. So now, Meg Theradon, 
he takes it to his socials mediums and he gets to recording videos. <laughs> <laughs> he applies touching quotes to beautiful landscapes and posts these alongside photo montages of the before and after imagery of Drenor and its peoples. In the eyes of an angel. <laughs> Amazingly, his hard work, his creative use of media software, apps, and algorithms pays off. He finds an entire army of good-hearted Twitter demons who volunteer to give up their vacation time to go help the people of what would now be called the Outlands. (laughs) For 20 years, Magtheridon the Generous, as he came to be known, and his legion of people demons served the people of Outlands without ever asking even the slightest compensation in return. No. No. They healed the sick. They fed they healed the sick. They fed the hungry and they entertained the bored. <laughs> to, to celebrate this, the people and demons band together in a secret Discord channel and organized the construction of a beautiful manse for Magtheridon and his family so they could live comfortably and feel welcome for generations to come in the land that they had benefited so greatly. <laughs> Shortly afterward, well, that's when Illy showed up. Illidan Jerkface, oh. emo brother of Malfi Booze, and his gruesome war band of unsavory types. I knew it was Naga about and Blood Elves. <laughs> Get it. over it, Illidan. She doesn't like you. You don't have to go cry and whine about it. <laughs> well, these unsavory types, they attacked the Outlands. Magtheridon had set up a system of government that supported the lesser peoples, the working class of the Outlands. His peers had put down their swords and their shields. They'd put down their I-beams to work in hospitals and soup kitchens and daycares. Outland was not prepared. Illidan took control of Magtheridon's gifted manse. He renamed it the Black Temple after his favorite screamo band. He redecorated... (laughs) He redecorated it like an angst-filled teenager and invited his most loserish of friends to come and live with him. <laughs> You're attacked. What's up, jerk face? You want to hang out? <laughs> yeah, come Sad. hang at the Black Temple. <laughs> All right. Now, Chris Caraba really, really understands me, you know. <laughs> Meg Theridon was defamed and rebranded unethically by the media as a pit lord, quote unquote, <laughs> pit lord. <laughs> he was locked away beneath the Hellfire Citadel, and in the year 2007, after being misled by Illy's misinformation, a group of 25 sad and lonely gamer addicts from the plane known as Earth traveled to the Outlands. They ventured into the depths of the Hellfire Citadel. And they murdered Meg Theridon in his cell. Ooh. In a digital... <laughs> it was you, Dan. It was you. Yeah, it was. Uh. It was. <laughs> in a digital act of barbarity, they removed his head from his dead body and hung it above the nearby Alliance Fort of Honor Hold. In closing, I'd like to read a haiku I wrote. I'd like you to do that as well. <laughs> Soothing nether winds, a life given for others, most loving demon. <laughs> that was, it was, it was, I think that was art. That was actual art. Um, and all 100% true. 
Yes, yes, yes. It's the untold story, the story that uh, Blizzard doesn't want you to hear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, take that, XR. <laughs> hey. I think we just need some slow minor key recorder in the background. <laughs> like the entire That song by that lady who sat about animals. Um, you know who I'm talking about? The lady. I don't. <laughs> I have no idea who you're talking about. The, the, Up the, until the, just the, now, the, I knew exactly what was going on, and now what? There was a lady. She has all of this. She's like the. She's the famous '90s singer who like sings like a sad song about Sarah dogs. McLaughlin. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking about she's like Canadian. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> oh, uh, sad yeah. about Neil Peart. Um, yeah, oh broke, yeah, broke my heart, man. I love. Love Rush. He was amazing. Um, which, which surprises nobody. Um, <laughs> how much I love Rush. So let's do the uh, the rope. How about that? Let's do it. Oh, I love that fuse thing. That seems less. Uh, yeah. All right, Sad. cool. So we are doing a, a special card reveal rope, which is everybody's favorite rope. At least it's our favorite rope, where uh, we pick a card and we, you know, explain to you what the sound effect will be, sound effects will be, uh, how good the art is, how good the card is. How fun the card is. All those great things that you know we always get 100% accurate. So, all right, Magooch, you want to get us started with your card? Sure. Um, so, I have uh, Imprisoned Observer. It is a 3-mana 4-5 demon. Mage. Uh, rare. Dormant for two turns. When this awakens, deal two damage to all enemy minions. It is a blue... Ball with um, looks like jellyfish tentacles and a Pretty frill. Sure it's a beholder. It's a and, beholder, right? Uh, I don't know it's what that beholder. is. It's got a pink mohawk. Yeah, it's a beholder. It so, looks sort of, but not. It doesn't have eyeballs on its tentacles. It's kind of like a beholder fish. Well, I'm sure they don't want to get sued by wizards, so <laughs> it's not. a slightly not beholder yeah. with it a bit of a like, mohawk like or something. A cross between something out of out of the original Doom, not the new one because I haven't played it, <laughs> and like the um... not the new one because I haven't played it, so it doesn't yeah, exist. Because I don't, I don't know, I don't know if the thing that I'm talking about is in that game. It, yeah, it yeah, reminds yeah, me yeah. of something from old school Doom, but kind of with like a animated Ninja Turtles feel to it. It's got a pink mohawk. Dan's right. You're it's explaining. Crazy. <laughs> a beholder. Yeah, you're all just great. Dan's right. You're just you're just describing a, yeah, beholder. It's a beholder. By the way, um, it's a beholder. So, uh, so what is the sound effects for this card? You know, I was thinking it was going to be some kind of turkey noise, like a <laughs> kind of thing. But now I just think this shrieks at a higher pitch than I'm capable of. So I'm not even going to try and break my microphone. <laughs> Something like that. I figure some kind of nightmarish scream as this thing's poking eyes out flying across the It'd be great if the sound was, like, muffled for the two turns that it's dormant, and then all of a sudden... Constantly (laughs) screaming until it wakes up. (laughs) I really wanted to just be... (laughs) Turn it hatches. All right. I've never even I'm actually heard here. like an angry turkey. What does that sound like? And you're like, I don't know. I have I, never I, angered I a turkey. They're large. <laughs> now I want to know. And in gangs, they roam in gangs. I don't want to. They, they do. Have you trouble. seen the turkeys wandering yeah, yeah. around? Like, yeah, I see them in packs of like forty. Yeah, I don't want to anger that many of anything. Are you sure those aren't teenagers, Magooch? Are you sure those? Aren't <laughs> I'm not quite that jaded. 
Either way, I'll have to muff my lawn. (laughs) (laughs) All right, how how good is the arts and or slash theme? The art's cool. I mean, I dig it. It, It's it's fun looking. I I don't know what what this thing is supposed to be, but but I dig it. Um, Interesting. I mean, Dormant as a whole is cool. It's a very suspend morph kind of magic the gathering thing and the effects are going to be super interesting so yeah mm-hmm. how good is it yeah it, it depends on what a board looks like when this thing flips like what's the typical state going to be uh you know deal two damage to two uh two damage to all enemy minions so you can leave up a couple tokens to clear off a board or play a small aoe spell right afterwards and finish it off and I don't know. It depends on how the board is going to look, but it'll probably get tried. It seems okay. I I personally think this card is hot, and I am also the person <laughs> who thought that Doctor Boom would be unplayable as a hero card. Uh, so don't take my. I took to to Discord angrily for two days to try and convince people of that. Yeah, smooth. Um, <laughs> no, I I think Mage doesn't do much on turn three right now in standard. I think they constantly are looking to get to the late game. And um, people say things like, well, but your opponent can play around this. And if I'm playing mage and my opponent is playing around this and making suboptimal plays for two turns, yeah, I am not... so happy. I, I couldn't be happier right? with that you still have to get to up to my Reno. If, I, if this gets to me to my Reno else... and, and leaves the board damaged enough for me to play Reno on six, this card is is hot. Like, I, I think this is, if Reno Mage is a thing, this will see play, and it will be very, very good. That's my opinion, but I'm also not a smart man. <laughs> All right. All right, Paris, what is your what is your card? Oh. Paris uh, Hilton, hot. <laughs> Come on. That was funny. That, uh, was, that was topical. You know what's so that. funny? We started saying hot in the screen printing shop when Paris Hilton was, quote, unquote, cool, like, whatever amount of years ago that was. And I still say it. I don't think it's ironic anymore, right? Like it started ironically, but I'm like 18 years later. I'm like, that's hot. I like it's just now I am just Paris Hilton. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm doing Terran Gorefiend three mana three four. I always like three mana three fours. I don't know why. Like I just like that Spire Tank. It's like my favorite stat line in Hearthstone. It's a great stat. Line. I like tempo, and uh, if it does something, a three mana three four is is my friend. And and this does all the things. It's a neutral uh, legendary. Um, Battle cry, destroy all friendly minions. Wait, what? Death rattle, resummon them with plus one, plus one. That was my head exploding. <laughs> all right. So, what is the uh, sound effect? Quick, run towards the light, friends. Like, and then so he can kill nice. him? Yes. <laughs> like, there's this big scorching, like, ball are of fire. Are his friends mosquitoes? <laughs> and his friends are like, okay. <laughs> then he brings them back as zombies, right? Like, that's the <laughs> Big zombie mosquitoes. <laughs> He's just a jerk. Um, uh, uh, okay. How good is the art? Uh, the art is meh. It's wow art. It's great. It's good. I like the composition of the horse looking you right in the eye up front. It's got that Baron yeah. Rivendare vibe of like, well, not quite, where like three years later you realize Baron Rivendare is riding the horse. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but it's, it's shoulder, pa- it's giant shoulder pauldron wow, like on an undead horse in its purest form. It's like, you see this and you're like, is that some weird science? That's Warcraft, right? Like, like, he wouldn't be able to move under the weight of those things on his shoulders. Does he have wings or is he carrying flags? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, must like the screamo band the black temple <laughs> um yeah the theme of destroying your own minions is amazing like i'm really excited about that so what if you play this after like uh Zarek's cloning gallery oh oh no not in pre oh <laughs> but that's exciting still that would be amazing. um also yeah. very hard to do but very amazing it would be hard to do um, you could pull it off with the Kelthos. Is there a way to is there a way to cheat out any pre spells right now? There really isn't. Is well, there's there? zero well, mana could... pre spells, so you could go Kelthos zero zero, uh, and then free spell, and then play Terran. Oh, I was thinking yeah, more just you could. Okay. Shadow Vision's it in wild, but you know, whatever. How do you kill off the the? Also, it's late. You to have to cast kill off, kill off a, or a minion though. Right? Yeah, but no one's playing Silence ever in the upcoming meta. I'm sure, so you'll be talking nope. about. Certainly won't be happening. Not one um, bit. All right. So how fun and interesting is it? I get to try and value trade minions, kill them off to Terran, then sack Terran before he gets silenced. That's amazing. I can't wait to like. It's amazing. I, I really can't wait to make this work. Um, I mean, you sure were talking about aristocrats, right? Yeah. All right. So okay on on a scale of. Sergeant Sally to Lord Walker Cho, how would you rate this card? Have you read my notes underneath? What because I have right that, there. It reminds me a lot of Cho. Move through. So <laughs> this is like I can't wait to scare someone out of a board clear with this. I can't wait to play this and have them be like, "Ooh, I can't kill it now." Like th- there will be these really weird niche scenarios where that actually happens, and it'll be feel so good to read it and get that right. Um, it's not good mostly I, I could definitely see where this could become a really good card with cards around it i don't see how that's going to happen right off the hop but who knows um but i think it's going to be really fun to try and make good like cho um cho was really he, he wasn't like playable competitively um but he definitely was underrated for a long time in hearthstone in decks that um decks that uh filled the board it would often make it really uncomfortable for spell heavy control decks to remove things a lot of the um spells that for removal years ago in hearthstone were like holy nova and hellfire and things that would actually deal damage to your opponents and they wouldn't want you to get them as an aggro deck um and i loved making cho work for years like just throwing it in (laughs) things like that and i would bring it to league play and win with it and my opponent would be like you killed me with a cho and i was like yeah yeah most of most of the time most of the time it was not an optimal card but there were like these 30 to 40 percent of the times where it was awesome and um I, th- I think this card could kind of be like that so i i'm really excited to try and make this work i am totally this is a day one craft for me i'm excited about it wow oh wow. nice okay okay um right. you got uh you got something for us dan i do so i am talking about the bulwark of azanoth it's a three mana one four weapon that reads whenever your hero would take damage this loses one durability instead. Okay. Okay. 
what is that? Uh, what does that sound like? Like this. <laughs> <laughs> Well done. Well done. Oh man, it's like that. What is that mage card? The uh, what armor? You can only take one damage at a time. Oh, Oh. Agentus armor? Was that what it was? Argentus? No, it was like a magical armor thing or whatever, right? You think of a magic card, Argentum armor? It is a 4 Yeah, it was a minion that you had to kill a minion off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so, how good is the art slash theme? I don't know. Um, it's a it's a shield. Uh, People are it. excited about this. Who used to raid in in WoW? I don't remember it, but I didn't. Play I have Warriors, no. So. I don't remember it. I guess I remember. You know what? I actually remember the. I don't remember the ship. I remember the like the, like the art of it. So I guess I can. So yeah, sure. I guess so. Um, how fun or interesting is this card? Meh, um, it's not really either. And how I mean, good is you it? Could, I mean, you could put it in Pirate Warrior and just never take any damage. I mean, buff it up with all with all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I guess you could, or you could that's, play that's like Dark Knight Reaper really instead. Dumb. Yeah. yeah. Um, and how good is it? You know, I have no idea. I, I mean, the the what's make, what's good about weapons is that you get to use your face as removal, right? And you don't want to be doing that with this. Instead, it's just stopping you from taking damage. And they, I mean, they Hall of Fame. If, if they're running tokens, then it's just out in one turn, right? So it's probably bad. Well, they, they Hall of Fame Spellbreaker, not uh, not Ooze. So if this ever becomes a point where you set this up as a way to get out of a combo that that's like a one, two, three spell thing, mm. because you still have to get rid of it, then you just play the Ooze and break the weapon. So this yeah, is. I, you know, I don't know if it's good or not. As someone who detests Control Warrior and enjoys killing them, this scares me a lot. Um, usually in the past when you've tried to counter Control Warrior, you don't try to go wide. You try to go tall. And this shuts yeah. down tall strategies. And that's I'm, – I'm not saying it's going to be good, but that's that's my first thought is like every time I've killed Control Warriors like regularly I mean, years past, it's usually been through tall minions and this is great for tall minions. Yeah, and I'm not saying I, I, I expect like, Ooze so like, to be ubiquitous. Just if this gets to a point where this is a thing, it's very easily dealt with. So it's yeah, not, I don't, I mean, it's not a bulletproof I, strategy by any means. But it is I neat. I don't think this is going to be very good because it's not what – warrior typically does right like because they can just hero power and generate armor in better ways and then use like actual weapons to actually yeah. t- to clear stuff and control board as opposed to just like trying to like cheat out damage i can only see this being like a big deal against like combo decks right like so if like mally rogue becomes a thing and they have their, their exact you know combo but at the same time you just out armor them right so i just don't really necessarily, but i don't know who knows um, i just wanted to what play do you think that. about the design i think it's kind of cool it's like the card, what it looks like. No, the mechanic. I only know oh, of this yeah. from I mean, reading. I, I'm not familiar with it originally, <laughs> but it sounded like this was set up to be a pretty good flavor win. Hmm. Yeah, I was. Uh, I played a Holy Paladin, so I didn't really ever care about this kind of stuff. I, so I just think um, it's a cool way to give defense to Warrior without just giving them more armor options. Like I, think I that's agree, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yes, I think it's I think it's interesting in that way, but I don't necessarily know if it's if it's good. Now it's a legendary weapon, so I mean they they must be expecting it to not be bad. 
<laughs> My golden dragon orb or whatever the priest legendary weapon would like to have a conversation with you. Oh, right yeah. Wait, no, I don't have it anymore. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. Yeah, okay. Fair point. Fair point. It's too right. bad now that uh, they, they drop last, the cost um, of whatever it is now and priest gets another miracle card. Maybe it will be good now. Dragon soul. <laughs> oh, man. And then we have a uh, a guest uh, card review as well. So, hi, I'm Ninja Nate Geo, and the card I'm gonna review today is Underlight Angling Rod. It's a three mana, three attack, two to two durability weapon, and it says after your hero attacks, add a random Murloc to your hand. Awesome. What class plays it? Paladin. Cool. Hey, what sound effect do you think it makes when you play it? Time for hunt some for some. Awesome. And why are you looking forward to playing this card? Um, because I like Murlocs and they're pretty fun to play. Yeah, why are they fun to play? Um, because the noise they make and they kind of get little, start little, and then they just. Start climbing up from each other. Getting bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, how good is this card? Mm, okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Why do you say that? Because Murlocs are okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun to play. Cool. It's pretty spot on. All right. Well, thanks, Nate. Back to you, Squelch. Oh, that thanks, was Nate. Standing. My, well done, Ninja Nate Geo. My favorite part is I had him like make notes and like figure out what he wanted to say, and he totally like changed his opinion on things from when we made the notes nice. to when he went. It was awesome. He did it like a real, like a real podcaster off the cuff. <laughs> I thought, plus because your text was in purple here, just maybe biased confirmation bias. I thought this was a shaman card. Oh, yeah, I thought it was a there you druid go with that card because of the color. It looks like a brown, and I was like, oh, are they fishermen? I was really confused. (laughs) I don't, I can't tell any of the (laughs) weapons because I'm colorblind. So, yeah, Dan, it's a druid card. It's a druid card, Dan. (laughs) Craft them, gold. All the weapons are neutral as far as I'm concerned. Like, until I can't put it in a deck, then I I figure out what it actually is. Mm. This card art is super cool, though, because it's that, if the background there is that whole, it's that second, uh, that area you go into in Burning Crusade, right? Where it has like the cool like oh, um, um, Zen- Zen- mushroom things. Uh, right? What's it called? Zanger Marsh. Yeah, yeah, I think that's I right. played Is on that the right? I played I on the Zanger right. Marsh server, so that's why I remember. Nice. It, it looks um, like um, Mania or whatever it was when you go to the Shivering Isles in uh, Oblivion. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fine. Um, <laughs> no, I've never crazy, been to this place dream. you call Oblivion. Are you playing <laughs> four? four? Was that four? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I got out after Morrowind. I was too addicted. I, I didn't play anything uh, after that. Yep. I it played some. One, it's one of my um, favorite DLCs, actually. Not that I have a ton of them yeah. to pick from, but anyway. Elder Scrolls Online, by the way. Really underrated. Super good. Um was they should have like finished it before they rolled it out because <laughs> it wasn't finished. Very, and then um, they lost like a whole bunch of their player base and had to earn it all back because it's a, the idiocy of like current like game development, which is like you know you, you beta and then you release it and then you finish your beta with like the players who bought your game. Um, 
But after they fixed ESO, outstanding game. Just so much fun. One of my favorite MMOs. Um, I've got cool. a quest. Uh, Do we not have a quest? Ooh. Oh, I, I don't have one. Ready to go. Do you have one ready to I've go? I've got a quest. All right, hold on. Give me a quest. All right. This week, the quest is going to be to make a new friend on Hearthstone. Friend someone oh. on ladder and make them feel good about the deck they played or the game they played. <laughs> make a new friend on ladder. Someone who can be there to offer you 80 gold. No, that's not the way to think of friends. Um, someone make who a new, you can offer 80 gold to. Yeah, someone you can offer. Make, make someone feel good on ladder, man. Like There's so many people making other people feel bad. Make someone feel good on ladder. That's my quest. And then get back to us and let us know how it went. <laughs> and I'd love to use some of that for salt. <laughs> yes. We look for. Thank you for creating our content for us. <laughs> One no, week I'm later. gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make a new friend. I'll do I just have to make a Smurf account so I can friend myself because no one will be friends with me. <laughs> I found someone nice. You'll, How'd you do it? I cheated for doing it. <laughs> I looked in all the right, mirror. All right. uh, okay, cool. That's so. That's it for this week. Uh, thank you so much for listening again. You can find all our social medium and contact information at www.squelchcast.com. Uh, thank you all. <laughs> and you can find our social large right here on the show. Thank you very much. <laughs> Remember, this is a game and they're supposed to be fun. For all the time you said well, in one game. This was in my head while I was doing the dishes last night for like an hour. I forgot this happens all the time. For all the time you said well when I played wrong. Stones a game and games are meant to be fun. Oh, dude, your kid is too awesome, by the way. Yeah, I agree. He's great. Thank you. I didn't want to throw him on thinking. Yeah, that was perfect. And it's just the exact, like, proper, like, review. like, is it good? You're the why not? Because Murlocs are kind of hands, but they're fun. Something <laughs> yeah. I don't want to yeah. hold it's back. Tough. Opponent, you should know well, the, that. I don't know. So if, if Murlocs become like a thing you. again, right? I can see this being good just because Dan, no, it's a way to generate like more Murlocs, right? Without having to draw through your deck, which is hard to do as a Murloc. Three, got got three mana, three, two weapon that gives you value? Conceitly. Yeah, for sure. Like just punch face, try control board a little bit. I mean, it's random. It's it's on Warlord turn, right? Which is unfortunate. Well, it's not pulling a minion from your deck like Ankar, so it's less controllable, but it's adding more resources. Yes, definitely not. It's not usable as much in Paladin, is it? It's also just a fishing rod built from the skeleton of a dead Murloc. That makes it awesome. Bring me the rest of your family. It's like so morbid when you think about it.